I'm going to show you something this morning. If you turn with Genesis chapter 3. I'm going to just name this message this morning, the battle for your faith. Right? The battle for your faith. There are only three recorded people that, that, that was ever born without sin in the world. Jesus was one of them, but Adam and Eve came, and Adam and Eve was perfect, right? If you read the Bible, they had, they had no sin. Uh, and the job of the devil was to get them to sin. Now listen, I, I've been over this story a few times. I'm not going to keep it too long. But it don't say how long Adam and Eve was in the garden before Satan deceived them. I don't know how many years it took. I mean, I, I don't know. Could have been 50 years, 60. I don't know. But I kind of believe that Satan, you know, you ever put the devil put a thought in your mind? He, you know, you know it's not God. And you go on and say, no, I resist that. And all of a sudden, a couple of days later, it comes back to you. And it's a thought of rebellion. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the Bible says that, but it don't matter. You know? And, 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 and the biggest danger is that you, the more you go, if you don't stand against it, it's going to keep coming. And it's going to keep lying to you. And after a while, you're going to be, you're going to be believing it. Right? The whole thing about Adam and Eve is that they were told out of all the trees in the garden you can eat, but that one tree, the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. And it all started because, like I said, I don't personally believe the devil came to Adam and Eve said, at one time and said, eat the, eat the fruit. Adam knew better, right? He would have never, at the beginning, given the devil a second look. He understood that God said, don't do it, right? And the day you do it, you're going to die. Now, if God would come to you today and says the same thing, unless you don't do this, you're going to die. How much of you would stop doing it? <laughs> Everyone in this room, I believe that. God himself would, or Jesus himself would appear to you and say, you do this, you'll die. But Adam... And Eve is going through the garden, and they, they're living their life. they got everything they need. I mean, perfect peace, no fear, promise of eternal life, never to see physical debt. And God had given Adam dominion over the earth. By doing that, Satan was angry. You remember, Satan got cast out. If you read the Bible, you find out Satan before this. Well, Polly, I personally believe this because the Bible says that he was in Eden. Satan was in Eden when iniquity was found in him. I personally believe that Satan was cast out, and that's just me, after creation. Because I don't know how long they were in the garden. I don't. But after the seven, God said everything was good. Remember that? If there's a devil running around, it's not good, Lawrence. Right? What did he say? First day he made such and such and good. Second day, good, good. All the way down. And he said he rested on the seventh day. 
But between that, and I'm trying to get a little, get you to think a little bit. Between that and, my, and me, okay, I'm not telling you. If you, I'm wrong, you can prove me do it. I mean, seriously, I just thought about that. I said, when did Satan show up on the scene? Was he, did he fall before creation? After creation? How long was Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden when he did fall? I personally believe it was after. Because he said he was in Eden. Go ahead and look up the scriptures. Who was in Eden? Satan. When iniquity was founded. Now, I could be wrong, seriously. I'm just telling you what. I've studied the scriptures and I've kind of... But anyway, to make the story, during that time, Adam and Eve's walking through the coolness of the day, right? They're in God's presence. God walked to them in the coolness of the day. God visited them every day. And God would meet with them every day. And all of a sudden, the serpent appeared in chapter 3. Not a serpent. People say it was a snake. It don't really say. Okay? He says that he, 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 God cursed him. He crawled on his belly. Now, we can take a lot of animals that, you know, a lot of animals crawl on their belly. Uh, an alligator even crawls on his belly. I mean, some, but it, that's, for the sake of tradition, I say it's a snake. All right? And he says in verse 1, now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field. I'm reading out the New King James, which the Lord God had made. He was crafty. He was crafty. That same serpent is flowing in the church today. Come on, Holy Ghost. And he's very crafty. He's just got to put a bug in somebody's ear. Come on. You know, Sister So-and-so is talking about you. Brother so-and-so is talking about you. Oh, Sister Yvette, don't know how. She, she didn't sing the right song. She was too loud. No, I, I'm not singing. <laughs> Brother Lenny preaches too. It, it could be anything. One little. He knows. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows what you're thinking. He knows what you're feeling. And believe me, he's going to feed on that. Believe me, he will. You know how many messages I stood and heard in this church? Oh, my God. How many were preached in this church? Thousands and thousands. And you know what? I thought about some stuff. How many people that sat in them chairs and heard the gospel and ain't even serving Jesus? There's a young man. I'm not going to give you his name. Years ago, he used to come here. He had a godly mother, godly father, teaching him the gospel. You know what he believes today? He believes anybody should have the right to dress and, and love who they want. I said, what? And I was listening to some stuff he, he had said. That boy is so far from God, it's unreal. But he heard the gospel. He believed the lie of Satan. There are churches right now ordaining LGBT people. Saying it's all right. You can come to our church. Nobody will tell you anything. He's cunning. <laughs> he is crafty. He is a liar. Come on, somebody. And he has put in the ear of Adam and Eve. 
God just don't want you to know. Watch. Now the serpent is more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord of God had made. He said unto the woman, has God said? <laughs> Listen. He was doing that to me four nights ago. Sister Juanita. He was telling me, you sure that's right? You sure God said? Come on, somebody. I wrestled with this thing all night, man. It was so, I, 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 was, I got out feeling numb. Got out feeling, God, what, what am I going to do? You know what he told me? You better stand on Jesus. You better stand on my word. Come on, somebody. You better hold to the foundations of Jesus. Y'all remember a few weeks ago, I, I preached a message. I see Jesus sitting. <laughs> and ever since that happened, it started. I found he's coming against my spiritual life. Satan is trying to lie and to get my eyes off of Jesus. I see Jesus. What did Stephen say when he was stoning him? I see Jesus. <laughs> my God, I'm a preacher. I see who? I see Jesus. Satan don't want you to see Jesus. He don't mind you being religious. He don't mind you joining a church. But don't get your eyes on Jesus. See, most preachers want you, their eyes on them. And I'm not getting into that false preacher stuff because I, you know what I'm talking about. He said, you sure God said? <laughs> How do you know Jesus is real? How do you know that he's the son of God? Because God said. <laughs> Come on, Holy Ghost. Listen to me. How do I know he died on the cross? Because God said. And Satan says, you sure God said? <coughs> yes, he said. Yes, he said. When I look at the world today, and I see the condition of this pitiful, pitiful world, I said, you think I'm going to follow you? <laughs> you think I'm going to follow death and hate? You think I'm going to follow division and strife and corruption like I see today? Listen, I came up with a scripture, this, and I didn't, I'm not, I'm going to quote it this morning, but America is dark. Now I know people can listen on the internet and say, oh, you're just a doom gloomer. You can call me what the hell you want. When I look at people in leadership blaspheming God and promoting everything that is dark and dare you to say something, dare you to say that homosexuality is a sin, Dare you to say that all this junk you see, is, it's sin. It's not right. And they're making laws to protect it. They're not making laws to protect you as a Christian. They're making laws to protect the perverted and the sick-minded and the people that hate God. And he's telling a lot of preachers, oh, you sure that was right about homosexuality? You sure God said it was wrong? Listen, I'm not lying to you, praise God. I have gotten so frustrated. I've just about turned the television off. 
the other day on the uh, Grammy Awards. I just saw it over, over I, didn't, I didn't watch them, but I saw the previews of it. CBS. Already they're wicked on, already. ABC, NBC, all these people. They, they, they're sold off to Satan. They said this statement, Chucky. They said, now we can worship. Go look at what they were worshiping. An occultic ritual done by LGB people. Giving awards to, uh, to, to glorify Satan. Satan. And you know what? You got people like, and I'm going to mention him. Uh, uh, Andy Stanley. That's Charles Stanley's uh, uh, son. He says, we, we welcome him in the church. Y'all can come. Charles Stanley himself said, listen, if you're homosexual and you're saved, you're going to heaven. I said, come on, man. Who gives you the right to say what God hates? God says, don't let a man lay with another man as he laid with a woman. It's an abomination. You think you're going to change God's mind? You think because you say so it is? God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's still sin. It'll always be sin. And many nations, Sodom and Gomorrah was burned alive. And there were five cities along the, the city of Zor and another city. Five cities were destroyed, burned to the ground. And they could go right now. They, I did a study. They find sulfur all over. You know, you know what starts fires? Sulfur. Full of where Sodom and Gomorrah was. Burnt. They know it's true. But how dare you, God, tell them we can't marry who we want. Our own president making a law. He said it himself. I heard him. He said, people are about to marry who they love. No matter what it is. Okay. He says this. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it. Nor touch it. Now you see, well, first of all, she added to it. God didn't say nothing about not touching it. Of course, if you stay away from it, you won't touch it. Right? See, when you start adding to the scriptures, you lose on the grace of God. He said, don't eat of it. Don't go around it. Stay away from it. But you see, the, God, the devil is crafty. I don't personally, and that's just me, I don't personally be was the, was the fruit they were after. Go read the next line. And when it says, God just don't want you to know. The day you can eat of it, you can become like God. <laughs> what did he do? Listen, Eve, you and Adam can be just like God. How many preachers you know right now telling you, and I, I, I'm going to get in the name of them, these uh, prosperity preachers. They are calling themselves like Jesus. They say they are like God. They say they're little gods with a G. But now they don't say that anymore. I heard one say the other day. <clears throat> I'm not lying to you. I heard him. He said, you know what Jesus says? He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He says, I'm just like Jesus. He said, I am. And, and I'm going to tell you, listen, it blew my mind. I knew he was, they were going that way. I have a dention. He said, I am equal with God. I heard him, Lawrence. I'm, I'm, I'm lying to you. I'm not lying. You need to go back and look at these false teachers. 
that was the number one lie that brought sin into the world. That he lied and told his people they can be like God. And these preachers are walking around saying they are like God. You get around a preacher like that, turn the TV off. Even write him a letter, you are sinning against God, and you're going to find out who's the real God. <clears throat> no, we're not like God. We're not, we're, we, we don't have the position Jesus has. One of them said, you know the Bible says, Jesus said, I am the only, Jesus, the Bible says Jesus was the only begotten of the Father. He said, he said not only Jesus, but I'm a begotten of the Father. Well, my Bible says there was only one. We were adopted. He created us, but we, we weren't born into his, his kingdom. We weren't born into his seed. We were adopted into the. See? No, we're not like God. Bible as well says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And my ways are not your ways. But anyway, here's the, the lie. You sure God said? Are you sure? God said, he then he goes around and he says, he just don't want you to know. God is lying to you, Eve. That's what the devil is telling him. Satan, the father of all lies, is telling Eve that God is lying to you. God don't want you to know. He's hiding something from you. That the day you can eat of it, you'll be, you can become like him. Right? And he goes on, he says, we may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, for God, for, for he said, you shall not eat, nor you shall you touch it. And the serpent said unto him, you shall not surely die. What did God say? You're going to die. You're going to die. Now, we know Adam didn't die until 900 something years later. But the debt that he was talking about is separation from God. That's what he was talking about. The day Adam disobeyed God, he was separated from the Lord. And all of a sudden, shame came over him. He felt the presence of judgment. And he was running in the garden to find a fig leaf to hide himself. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you've got a problem, a sin in your life, don't look for fig leaves. <laughs> Get on your knees right now. And say, God, I ask your forgiveness. Because fig leaves, it didn't cover Adam. <clears throat> he was trying to hide his nakedness. When he confronted God, said, who told, God said, who told you he was naked? Did you eat of the fruit I told you not to eat of? But he, Eve took it. She ate it. And the Bible says, and I ain't got time to read all of it. She gave it to Adam. And he, ate. he was evidently right there. <laughs> He never tried to stop her. She gave the fruit to Adam. Adam probably was right next to her. Right? And he ate. And guess what happened? There comes sin and death. And all we see today is because of that one lie. The death and sickness and disease and murders and corruption is because of that one lie. Satan told Adam and Eve. I mean, the, yeah, Satan. Okay. Turn with me to Matthew real quick, and I'm going to go quick with this. Jesus was tempted of the devil. You remember that? After John the Baptist 
baptized Jesus, <clears throat> Jesus was led in, of, of the, in the wilderness. Matthew chapter 3. 4, I'm sorry. <laughs> 4. Matthew chapter 4. Jesus was led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days, he had ate nothing and drank nothing. He had fasted 40 days. He was in the mountain. <clears throat> the same devil that came to meet Eve that day met Jesus. See, he defeated man the first time. See, if Adam and Eve would have never sinned, you would not have to sit here. You would, you, you, you would live forever. There would be no need for, for what we see today. If Adam and Eve would obey God, there would not be death. There would not be sickness. Now Satan is going after man again. Now he's trying to steal his soul, right? <clears throat> he says here, Now Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. That night, four nights ago, I know what it felt like. Maybe not in, in, in the intensity that Jesus went through it, but I, he, he came in my room, and I'm laying on my bed, and I'll tell you, Brother Lawrence, I would have had a fight on my hands. A big fight. If I'd have yielded to him, I wouldn't be here this morning. Listen to me. If I'd have yielded to him that four nights ago, and I'm not saying I'm super spiritual. That's not the point I'm trying to make. I had to make a decision. This is the devil. <clears throat> and he wants something from you. Don't hear me this morning. This, this might be the most intense message I ever preached. The devil wants something from you. He knows where he's going. You hear? And he doesn't want to be alone. Come on, Jesus. He knows what his in is. See, he don't like that when the devil tries to remind you of, of your past. Just remind him of his future. He hates that. Because his future... He's going to be burning in the lake of fire forever and ever. There's going to be a time in history where the devil won't bother anybody anymore. Because judgment is set upon him. But he's taking Jesus here and, and the Spirit of God, the Spirit led him. The Holy, listen, you wonder why. Why am I going through this? Where's God? I feel so defeated. The Spirit led him to the wilderness. We don't want to hear that. The Spirit will lead you sometimes to be tempted of the devil, to be tried and tested. That's where you find out what you're made of. That's where you find out the rubber meets the road. Listen, we can talk about spiritual things all our life. And all our, and if, but if we don't never defeat the devil with the Word of God, he's got us, right? Faith is established by God's Word. I don't have no other special remedy we can use. We can't. Dump you with holy water and make you holy. We can't say a prayer over you. Come on and prophesy over you. That don't make you holy. No, it won't. You have to make a decision. You're going to have to fight. If you want to be holy, you're going to have to fight. <laughs> if you want to obtain this faith, you're going to have to fight. Right? Jesus didn't lay back and let the devil beat him up. I'm going to show you this. 
Verse 2 says, And when he was fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he hungered. Now that when the tempter came to him, that's Satan, he said unto him, If you be the Son of God, if you be the Son of God, right? If you are the Son of God, command these stones to be made bread. And you see, the devil, what did he tempt Eve with and Adam with? Food. <laughs> what is he tempting Jesus with? Nothing wrong with bread or, or apples or whatever, fruit, whatever you eat. But what did he do? He had fasted 40 days. He was hungry. The Lord allowed him to go 40 days. And he was powerful hungry. I'm powerful hungry after an hour. I tell somebody, you know, I fast, I fast uh, breakfast today. I, I um, can't wait for lunch. <laughs> no, but it's, just, it's, it's where he was. And he had fasted 40 days. And hadn't drank nothing. And all of a sudden, ah, I got him now. I'm going to do what I did with Adam. Right? If you be the son of God, make these stones into bread. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, it might not be my temptation, but it might be yours. You get what, Not everybody went through what I went through. And I'm not saying you're not going to go through it. But I had to make, make a stand for my faith, right? You sure God said, lady? Sure he said that, church? You, 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 are you sure? They're so telling Jesus. He tempted Jesus. Do you think what he's going to do to you? If, he said, if you be the Son of God. He was trying to get Jesus to doubt his own deity, his own place with the Lord, right? <laughs> are you hearing me this morning? <laughs> he's going to try to get you to doubt your own place with, with, with the Father. If you be the Son of God. If. If, oh yeah, I am a Christian, born again, blood-bought by the Spirit of God, I'm going to heaven. I don't care what the devil says. You hear what I'm saying? And you ought to have the same testimony. Tell the devil you're a liar. Come on, somebody. I'm growing. I'm changing. I'm not perfect. The flesh is still has some problems with the flesh, but I'm going to heaven. He said, make these stones into bread. Come on, someone. <laughs> huh? Who did he tempt like that? Adam and Eve. Watch. Adam and Eve was the start. They rejected God. Now we have another Adam in place. His name is Jesus, right? And he's going after Jesus. If he'd have won that day, if Jesus would have gave in, we wouldn't be here today. If you want to believe it or not, that is the center point of our life, right? If that, he would have made that decision to oh, give to the devil what he wanted, there would be no need. He'd have killed, I believe he'd have destroyed the human race. I believe Satan would have went out there and destroyed anybody that could have believed in God. There was no power to stand in him. That faith in that, and then Christ is what we stand on. All right. And the devil took him into a holy city and set him on the pedestal of the temple and said, if you are, again, if you are the son of God. Well, let me go and finish with verse 4. And Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that what? Well, how are we going to live? 
What did he tell Adam and Eve? Did God say? Come on, I don't know if y'all getting this this morning. What did he tell? What did he tell Adam and Eve? You sure God said? Did God say? Watch. If and you said Jesus told him, he said, "I'm not going to live by bread alone, buddy. I'm going to live by every word that proceeds out." How are you going to have victory in that book? The Word of God. Amen. Come on, you better hold on to that thing because that's the only thing that's going to pierce the fire darts of the wicked one. That's the only sword that you have to defend yourself with. When I had that happen the other night, all I could do is pray in the name of Jesus. I bind you, Satan. He said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose. That's the only way I could fight back. If I want to come and learn it, if I want to come to church to hear the word, if I want to read it for myself, I'd have lost. I wouldn't be here today. If I'd have let Satan lie to me that night, and it's going to happen to you, especially as we get closer to the coming of Jesus. Remember, Satan knows, but he has a short time to work. Listen, I'm not trying to make it hard for you, but you can expect it. How many expect to go all the way to the coming of the Lord, to the rapture of the church? I can tell you right now, he's going to try his best to stop you. And I can't make it happen for you. But seriously, I, I am not God. He's already given you the weapon. And it's sitting in your lap. You understand what I'm saying? When the devil, you see, the devil used the word of God. When the devil tried to use the word of God against Jesus. It is written. You know, you can turn this stone into bread. But Jesus went back with the word and said, Man shall not live by, every, uh, by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth. How are you going to live? By the word of God. How are you going to live? How are you going to make it to heaven? By the word of God. How are you going to establish your faith? But Listen, you've got to fight for your faith. I called this a message this morning, battle for your faith. There's a battle for your faith. And go on. Let me go on. I'm, I'm, I ain't got much left. Seriously. <laughs> but it's just so much. And Jesus, in, in verses, uh, uh, verses uh, uh, 5, Then the devil took him into the high mountain, set him on a pedicle of the temple, and said, If you be the Son of God, throw yourself down. Commit suicide. That's what he was telling him. Kill yourself. Oh, the devil would love that, huh? He'd love Jesus to kill himself. Then he'd know that he'd have the rest of the world to destroy. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you. You know where he's getting that from? Psalms 91, verse 2. Because Satan knows the Bible. <laughs> and he'll use God's word against you. See, he was trying that with Jesus, right? He was quoting God's word against the one that wrote it. <laughs> if he can do that to Jesus, just think what he's going to try to do to us. Let me ask you a question. Are you, do you, how many want to go all the way? All the way. Somebody say, I want to go all the way. Don't let go of that. Say, Pamela, that book in your hand, Chucky, Lawrence, all of y'all, all of us in here. That, that right there, that thing you have in your hand is the only thing that can defeat Satan. Well, I'm going to give me a book on how to pray. You don't need a book on how to pray. The Word says how to pray. 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive those indebted against. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That's what it says, right? That's the only scriptural prayer in the Bible. Powerful stuff, man. You don't pray, you don't stay. Come on. You don't fast, you don't last. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> All right. And it goes on in verse, let's read verse 10. Well, he showed him that all the kingdoms of the world in a moment's time. Satan showed Jesus. He said, sat him on the, and he said, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment's time. He says, all this I'll give you if you fall down and worship me. This is the devil telling the one that made him. That's about the most arrogant, most evil thing that ever, ever was created. If you fall down and worship, he, 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 if Jesus would have done that right there, goodbye world. Because Satan would have had a free day to destroy anything he wanted. He wanted to defeat the Son of God, right? Because he knows it better than us. And Jesus says this, away with you, Satan. Come on, somebody said, when the devil gives you a, a lie, away with you, Satan. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost saying that. When you feel like everything is working against you, you look, up the, you look at the devil and you say, away with you, devil. For it is written. Somebody say, for it is written. Who wrote it? God wrote it. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Away with you, devil. For it is written, you shall not worship, you, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only, 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 and him only. Come on, Holy Ghost. And him only shall I serve. <laughs> Come on. I said, him only shall you serve. It is written. It is written. See, the devil wanted men to worship him, you remember? And God cast him out of heaven. Knowing that he cast two-thirds of the angels with him. You think about that. Angels that were in God's presence. Angels that were created by God. They rebelled against their own creator. And listen to that no-good lying snake. Saved it. Now they're all going to spend eternity with him. In this pits of darkness one day. In the eternal judgment of, 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 of hell. Or the lake of fire. You don't have to turn there. You can close your Bible just a minute. If I asked you, when's the last battle you've won against the devil? What could you tell me? I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> you know, okay? When's the last time you gained victory over Satan? You might not notice it. But when you get up in the morning and say, Lord, I want to serve you with my life, you got a victory over him. When you say, Lord, I'm going to worship you and only you. I give my life to you. You've, you've overcame him. See, he's listening to your prayers too, yeah. Satan watches you when you pray. Why don't you think he wants you to not to pray? Huh? I said it the other day. You're going to be a Christian. you got to pray. 
You can't pray and defeat the devil with, you can't defeat the devil without prayer. There's times I'm, listen, I'm telling you, there's times I'm sitting, I'm weeping, man. I'm crying out. And I was just this morning when Yvette, they were singing, and my wife and them, and, and, and I was thinking about, Lord, I don't want to see my children die. I could see it. I said, Lord, I'm going to do like Moses. When, when Pharaoh said, you can leave, but you got to leave your cattle behind and all your riches behind. And Moses said, I'm not leaving one hoof behind. One sheep, one cow, one cattle. And I know in my mind, in my heart, that my, some of my family is not serving God. And if they would die, something would happen. The rapture would happen today. They wouldn't go. But I made my mind up from the time now till the coming of Christ, I'm going to pray earnestly for their souls. I'm going to weep and cry out for the mercy of God upon their lives. And the devil said, stop that. I got them. No, you don't got them. I'm mine. I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm having on Pentecostal fits in a little while. No, you don't got them. You hear me? My God, I feel it. Because I have called their name before God. No, you don't got them. Stinking. Come on, Holy Ghost. Somebody say, devil, you don't got them. Come on. And I mean really believe, devil, you don't got them. Come on, Jesus. My God, I feel it, man. I'm, 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 I'm going to start jumping over this pulpit. Woo! Hey! Oh, he hates that. No, you don't got him. Amen? In, in Galatians 5, you don't have to turn it. Verse, chapter 5, verse 1 says, When you have done all to stand, stand. When you don't feel like there's another life of breath in you, stand. When you feel like you've been beaten up on every side, stand. Because I can tell you, you will win. Because God said it, right? God said it. Listen, I can't put faith in you. I'm only up here as a man of God preaching the gospel to you. I believe I'm hearing from the Lord. And I believe God wants us to understand you're going to have to fight. Listen, you're going to have to fight. I didn't write this book. The Bible says, and I want to say it in Ephesians chapter 6, it says, put on the whole armor of God. Come on, Holy Ghost. Put on the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, your breastplate of righteousness, your feet. Come on, somebody. Feet shrine with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Shield of faith, we're able to quench the fiery darts of, of the, the wicked one. For he dwelleth in high places. You don't wrestle against a, a man. You're not wrestling against a gun or a knife. See, you're not you're even fighting a person. You might say, well, I, I would like to get to that person and show him a thing or two. That ain't going to solve it. If you can get to the devil that's behind him, then you got something, right? He says, stand. 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 Stand against the wiles of the devil. Fight the good fight of faith. I hear people on TV sometimes, even lost people say, well, you know, when they're talking about... Uh, 
such situations they're in about their, their culture and stuff. You got to fight the good fight. Boy, they don't even know what they're saying because they already lost it. Because <laughs> you can't fight the good fight without the chief general on your side. Come on, somebody. You can't fight the good fight without the leader of all the universe on your side. I think I can. I think you're crazy, too. You can't. <laughs> He's not getting none of my children. He's not getting my sons-in-laws, my daughter-in-laws. He's not getting my grandchildren. He's not getting none of them. I'm tired of this devil. Listen, we have to believe and stand on the Word of God. This is the victory. Fight the battle of faith. Listen, you might lose something in your life, but if you lost your faith, you've lost everything. Because if he, if he, if, listen, this is, this is a message from, if you let that faith go, you're lost. You're gone. You're going to live, maybe live, I don't know how long you live on this earth, but you're going to be damned forever. <laughs> and that's what he wants. That's what Satan wants. Is you sure God said he will? What does the Bible say? Whatever we, whatever we ask the Father in his name, he'll do it. Nothing more dear to me right now other than Jesus is my family. I don't want to see them cry out just for one drop of water or in hell for eternity. That ought to make you pray. I know in my heart the only way they're going to make it if I pray, if you pray. We don't think, we don't see prayer that, that way. You know, we're so caught up in our everyday life, little five-minute prayer. Jesus prayed all night, Lawrence, the king of the universe. He prayed all night. He'd come back after he went in the garden of Gethsemane before he was going to be arrested. His disciples are sleeping. What does he tell them to do? Pray that you not enter into temptation. Pray. They're all sleeping. They're full of food. <laughs> Come on. Well, you just had this, they just had, you know, Passover. They were bloated. You know, I eat a lot when I, when I'm, I know we can't do now. I'm just sitting there eating. I always want to eat. And you know, when I sit in the chair and I'm bloated, all I want to do is sleep. <laughs> Y'all guilty too? <laughs> no, see, they were, listen, they, they didn't have a bit of, Think of what Jesus was fixing the face. Could you not wash for one hour? I ain't got time to pray for an hour. Some of us can't pray for five minutes. But yet we want the Lord to give us victory. Stand up, praise God. My job as a pastor here, and that's, that's, that's what my calling is, okay, is to tell you what God says, right? You notice I don't read a lot of quotations from people. And I'm not against that, seriously. I think they have some good men of God that write good things, okay? That's not what I'm, I'm talking about. This is my sermon. Watch, let me show you. Let me show you. I scratch it down. <laughs> seriously. It's like God says, I'm a scratch it preacher. <laughs> I scratch it in and preach it. <laughs> And, I, and sometimes, I'll, like this one, I got this one there. I was reading it, you know, righteousness exalts a nation, but sins are reproach to any people. Men 
that turn their back on God will face God's judgment. If God's word is not proclaimed in a nation or in a church, God will not be there, right? But sin is a reproach. It's a, it's, it's, it's a debt sentence to your walk with God. That's what it is. Your sins have separated you from your God. What did Paul say? The wages of sin in Romans 6, in verse 23, is death. Now, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what kind of sins you got in life. It's between you and the Lord, but I'm not going to pull nobody and say, you need to stop this. That's between you and God. If I have to do it, God tells me that's fine. But right now, I don't know all of your hearts. Seriously, I, I think you're all some fine people, me. Really. But you only know, right? You only know if you've been pleasing God or not, right? But you know today, you can say like Jesus, it is written, I will not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Jesus said that. I will not live by bread alone. And that bread could not just be only bread. It could be carnal things. It could be money. It could be, it could be uh, all kind of different kind of things. You know, you, whatever you put before the Word of God, that's what, that's what I'm talking about, right? If food is a sin to you, nothing wrong with eating food. You know, Jesus didn't say you have to stop eating bread. <laughs> I love bread. I'm going to eat some pizza in a little while. I ain't going to feel guilty about it either. <laughs> but you, you get what I'm coming from? <laughs> that's a natural thing. But if food causes you to sin, right? If you spend more time at the table than you do at the table of God, right? <laughs> I want to ask you a question. Bow your heads a minute. Simple question. Have you been fighting a good fight? Have you been using the weapon that God gave you, His Word, the Spirit, the Son of God. Some of you are struggling with things in your faith. Don't give up. Listen, I, listen you, you might say, well, I've been fighting this a long time. Don't give up. Listen, when you're fighting, at least you're, 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 at least you're going forward, right? What, 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 I told somebody the other day, I said, you know what was in that suit of armor that, 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 that he didn't have? Nothing in the back. Everything that the suit of armor the helmet of salvation, sword of spirit, everything, word of faith, was everything that was to go forward with. Because if you turn your back, everything's wide open. And what is the devil going to do then? He'll shoot you right in the back. He wants you to give up because that's the only way he's going to defeat you. Come on, Holy Ghost. I'd rather be in there fighting. I'd rather be bloody and bruised. And, and, and come on. I'd rather be doing it. Then when I turn around, he'll kill me. How many young people today you've heard that die lately? One little, little lady to see you, uh, Ray, 23 years old. Come on, 23? They, they're not, they can't even make it to 60 no more. I, I'm 60. Thank God I got that far. Everybody that I know, just about all my friends the boys I brought up with, they all dead. Because I got in early. <laughs> no, I didn't always do things, everything perfect. But I got in early. Right? 
I came over here. I, when I first came, I was 12. I told her, so, but the second time we came back was with my daughter, Lainey. She was only six months old. I remember sitting kind of where Lawrence and Susan, that row right there. Six months old, 20 years old. I remember that. You know, I, I listened to the preaching. I'll be, I, I got to be, I admit sometimes, sometimes I'd fall asleep in church. <laughs> but when the Holy Ghost got hold of me, when I started believing in the Word, things stirred up. I didn't want to sleep no more in church. I started realizing this is life or death, man. I didn't come here to warm a pew. <laughs> I came here to win, right? I came here to get some, some bullets for my gun. Sharpen my sword. Come on, somebody. I came here to, to equip myself to take on the liar, the devil. Ooh, I can preach almost stop it. <laughs> Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this morning. And Lord, I know that there's a real devil and that he's plain, he's crafty, and getting, trying to get the people here to doubt your word. But Father, thank God for Jesus, who said, We're not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Father, right now, I thank you. Lord, I ask you to bless this day and bless everyone in this church that they could get this message. I got to fight the good fight. I got to fight the good fight. Jesus, now I can tell you, when you get out of this building, you go home. Tomorrow, when you're working somewhere, somebody's going to come. And try to throw a monkey wrench in your face. And they're going to tell you maybe something. How could you believe a old, a, 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 a man wrote that book? You ever heard that? Men are writing a lot of things right now and they're destroying lives. Come on. That book was written by the Holy Ghost. Men, put, men wrote it with their hand, but the power of God wrote it. Not them. Why it's still here. Why it's just still standing. All you have them, all their false translations. You know what I'm saying? Some of them uh, uh, taking whole verses out of the Bible. Get a Bible. Get a King James. I like the U King James. You don't take no verse, word for word. But it just takes thousands, these and that. I can handle that. But when you go start taking out the blood, come on. There's whole there's Bibles right now that are taking verses out about the blood, wiping it out, taking it out. I, I like the old fashioned stuff. Man, the Word of God is still good enough for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 